Finances and a new relationship with Kathy Pfefferhahn. Finances and, in conjunction with my company, Capital Coaching, helps people achieve their financial goals through a personal, tailored, and attentive financial coaching services. Together, we'll create a successful financial plan by examining your spending and saving habits and then guiding and educating you to your own personal success. Coaching services include evaluation of your spending plan, building your savings, financing your retirement, examining your insurance needs, and planning for your individual goals. Please contact me at capitalcoaching.net to make an appointment for a free consultation. And you'll be able to buy my book, Finances and Your Spending Plan Workbook, this month. Being in a new relationship is exciting. The whole falling in like with someone. However, when is the right time to bring up finances? Too soon, you're going to seem like it's all you care about. Too late, and you might just have made the error of your lifetime. Since money is the largest cause of any relationship having trouble, when is the right time to bring it up? Shared values, common goals keep couples' relationships strong, so making certain that you have conversations about this topic is very important. Money can seem like a taboo subject, but how can you pursue a long-term relationship with someone that you can't discuss money with? The keys here are to be patient, understanding, and keep an open mind. Because you may not share the same thinking or plans, but it's important that you communicate your financial values, one may love spending and the other not, and discuss how and why you have these values. At this time, you're going to need to listen to each other and maybe even repeat back what you believe you heard to validate your understanding of their financial values. A study by Marcus by Goldman Sachs suggests that Americans believe that about six months into a relationship is a good time to bring this topic up. It's very important that you're compassionate, respectful, and listen to your partner's journey. Trying to impose your money strategies on others is a recipe for disaster and can lead to real resentment in each other. This subject may have been taboo in the past, but it's really better for your relationship in the long run. The Elevest website suggests that this can be done by learning about each other's financial priorities. You can share that you're trying to build your emergency fund or retirement goals. You can be honest about how much you want to spend while dating or share that you're trying to knock out student loans or increase your 401k. Maybe you're being intentional with your budget that I want to see you, but I'm hoping to spend a dollar amount or less when we go out. You can also ask questions like, are you saving for anything fun? Where do you want to travel to next? Don't pass judgment on their answers, but use it to start conversations about money. The deeper into your relationship, you can start discussing some of these kinds of questions. Elevest recommends, I've been thinking I want to try building a monthly budget. Do you use one? By asking this, not only will you find out about their budgeting or lack of budget, but you might get a great recommendation. How much do you want to spend on the weekend getaway we're planning? Should we save up for it? Obviously, this question is one for someone who's farther into a relationship, but it is also telling. And here they suggest, insert a story about college and then say, and I'll be paying 7% interest on that story for the next 10 years. I kind of love this question or this statement because I love the silliness when bringing up a potentially challenging topic. They recommend, what do you think about, insert some news about the stock market, because there's always some news about the stock market. This is a great way to find out about each other's risk tolerance when it comes to your money. Another possible starter is, my parents always fought about money. Did yours? Clearly, this can be stated for your own family's truth, but I like that one as well. Last one they listed was, drinks on me tonight. I just finished filing my taxes. This shows not only generosity, but it also brings up 
each other's understanding of taxes. A plus for that statement. Again, this isn't about making judgments. It's about getting to know each other. It's about getting to know the other person, their emotional life, their values, their plans. While their financial status doesn't have to be a deal breaker, respect definitely should be. If you find your date disrespecting your opinion on your own money journey, that's a red flag. And if you can't truly respect theirs, it's another red flag. In episode 109, Money in Your Family, it will help you understand how your family deals with money and how that's going to change your relationship with money. Actually bring up that the number one thing that couples fight about is money and that you don't want that for you to. Share your financial journey and where you stand. Ask if you share the same goals and other good questions. You don't have to ask all these questions, by the way. Just pick and choose. What's your approach to money? Do you track every penny or will it all just work out? What do you splurge on or what are you saving for? How did your parents deal with money and how do they talk about it? Do you have debt? What's the total? What's your credit score? If it's not good, what are you doing to fix it? Ask them what their short-term financial goals and what their dreams are for the future. Do they want to buy a house? Do they plan on retiring at a specific age? If you're ready to start a future with someone, it is imperative to share any debt that you have. Hiding it is a recipe for heartache later. Instead, let them know what you owe, how much, and most importantly, what your plan of action is for eliminating that debt. By waiting to share this information, you run the risk of making your partner feel like you can't be trusted, or conversely, that you can't trust them. Sharing your savings goals is a great way to bring up money. By letting them know what you're saving for, do you do it automatically or prefer to transfer money over? It's a great way to break the ice and have a meaningful conversation about yours and their savings goals and priorities. Conversations about credit can be challenging, but it's so important to have. Share your attitude toward credit and your current credit situation. Since bad credit will negatively affect your spouse, but not who you're dating, you'll want to have a clear picture of their situation so that purchasing a car or a home won't cost you more in interest. After you're ready to start a life together, have the conversation about whether you'll have joint or separate accounts. If it's combined, who's going to be responsible for paying the bills? Will you meet weekly or monthly to revisit your goals and see how everything's going? There's no wrong answer. You just want to make sure that you're working towards the same goals, not against each other. And none of these questions I've shared are great to ask in a text at 3 a.m. Be face-to-face and prepared to have an honest conversation. Jackie Lamb at Mint.com recommends taking a short trip to see if you work together well when it comes to your saving goals and see how you work together as a team. Sally Krawcheck of Elevists asks, and this is the best question, how in the world did money get more intimate than sex? How did that happen? People go down the aisle and sleep together, but so many people go down the aisle without discussing finances. Even those who aren't good with money need to play a role in this conversation because you're going to share the load of the financial decisions no matter how small they seem. Lending clubs suggest that you set aside a time and day to have a money date. Get comfortable, maybe a picnic or a quiet restaurant or even at your house. Make sure you're both rested and ready to talk honestly. Then they suggest the following questions as well as any of the previous that I've mentioned. What about our finances keeps you up at night? On a scale of one to five, how do you rate how we spend money? What do you think our financial goals are right now? Do you think we're meeting our financial goals? If one of us lost our job or we had a child, how would we handle money differently? 
When having the conversation, or I would suggest any conversation, be wary of using the words always or never because they're rarely correct and generally sound accusatory. Instead of making statements of what either of you do, state instead how you feel when they do something. For example, when the credit card bill is over $1,000, I feel anxious. Is much easier to hear and respond to than, you always run up our credit card bill. I find responding to a situation much more productive than reacting to whatever someone says. Be thoughtful when talking, even if your buttons are being pushed. In episode 63, Why We Don't Talk About Money, it may help you identify these triggers for you and ones you should avoid before having that conversation. One important aspect of this money date is to end up on a positive note. These types of conversations may be hard to have, but you should both be able to celebrate your hard work and reflection with what you did well. With luck, you'll make this into a regular date night. Those couples over 50 may find different challenges. There may be kids to consider and five decades of financial baggage to unpack. Be careful not to project your past partner's errors with money onto the next significant other in your life. Be kind, caring, and share your concerns while listening carefully to theirs. Meeting with a financial therapist may also be just what the two of you need to meet in the middle and work towards your joint financial goals. A new relationship has lots of exciting moments, but being responsible is something that you have to take time to do. This is Kathy Pfefferhan. Thanks for listening to Finances and A New Relationship. I know you chose to listen and I'm grateful. If you enjoyed this episode, please follow or subscribe for free in your podcast provider and share your favorite episode with a friend. I'd love you to leave a review because it brings financial education to others and helps people find me more easily. Also, be sure and let me know what questions you'd like answered or any topics that you'd like covered by going to the website at financesand.net and leaving a message. And please be ready for Finances and your spending plan, the workbook. This will allow you to create your spending plan, find your net worth, visualize monthly expenses, track your variable income, prepare for your tax planning, and so much more. It will be available this month in March. I can't wait to provide a place for you to track so much of what we cover here on Finances And. Finances And does not provide tax or legal advice, and nothing in this podcast is to be construed as such. Always consult a tax, accounting, or legal professional for advice on your specific situation. Remember, I went to school, so you don't have to. Are you still here? Well, just a quick shout out that you can buy Finances and shirts and hoodies at tpublic.com slash user slash finances dash and. Of course, this link is in the show notes as well. Thanks so much for listening.